You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium. We're here directly from your Kansas City Chief, some host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Monday, the day after a Chiefs divisional round win over the Buffalo Bills to advance to their sixth straight AFC championship game, we heard from head coach Andy Reid. Um, I don't have much to give you on the injury report. We'll just see see where that goes today. Uh, we got back relatively late. Um, but I thought for from the game standpoint, I, I mentioned after the game about <clears throat> all the guys sticking together and, and supporting each other and in a hostile uh, territory, I guess you'd say um, that, uh, you know, that, that was a thing that really stuck out uh, to me uh, right after the game. And then after watching the tape, uh, just the, the defense picking it up that second half and, and really putting it down uh, even down to the last drive where, they they had to kick a field goal and they kept him out of the end zone. I thought that was that was big to just okay enough's enough and um, we can't let him score. So uh, a touchdown um, to the offense making making some plays. Uh, it was great to see MBS get a, a couple of nice catches. Um, I thought Kels had a, a big night. Pacheco, you know, and for all those guys to be able to do that, the, the offensive line did, did well and. I'd flip that over on the defensive side and I'd tell you the same thing, um, you know, for, for things to settle down like they did um, that starts up front. And I thought Chris Jones did a nice job of communicating that to the guys and, and uh, Bolden and, and Drew of, you know, working, working through their, their stuff there and, and making sure everybody was lined in the right spots and, and so on. So, uh, and then the back end, Snead just continues to be, uh, I, like I said, I have a hard time believing anybody's doing it better right now than him. But he, um, 
he, he he's done a nice job along with the other guys back there. Reed had some a uh, couple of really nice plays too. So, um, and then special teams uh, can't talk much about Tommy because he didn't have to he didn't have to do much. He just had the one punt. But Bucker continues to do a nice job for us, and I know the guys had the ultimate trust in him. And then the coverage teams were were good. So that that means that the the coordinators did a good job with it. The guys executed and believed in what the coordinators were putting out there. Um, you know, I mentioned uh, about Spags just uh, second half, just making a couple little adjustments there, and and Nagy's game plan was so deep. I mean, even by the time we got to the fourth quarter, we saw a lot of a lot of just good stuff left over, and Dave's group uh, did did a nice job. Even you know, even on the fake the fake punt, we. You know, we didn't have we had ten guys out there, but uh, made it made it work. So, um, anyways, with that that time's yours. Let's go first to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete. And I'll just have a second question on this. This, if that's okay, uh, Coach. I know we talk a lot about Rasheed, but on the other side, just how impressed have you been uh, with Shamari Connor and and what he's been able to do in this rookie season, especially yesterday with Mike out? No, that's a good, uh, great question there, Pete. Um, Shinari did a did a heck of a job. I mean, he's uh, he's been working in in nickel and dime situations, but to come in and have those extended that extended time in there and make the plays he did, with the exception of just trying to pick the ball up, the scoop and score thing, probably should have just fallen on it when it's all said and done. But um, he uh, he sure did a nice job in there. Yeah. And then White Nets, just being in personnel before, I know, I know you're, you're a little bit more hands-off now, but how impressed have you been on on with your staff on on the day three guys like a Sneed, like a Connor, um, Watson, Williams, that type of thing? Yeah, listen, I'm a big Brett Beach fan, so um, he he's done a, done a great job. I told him after the game, that's him. This game is him. This is a reflection of, of uh, all the time and effort he and his guys have put in. Um it just uh, that that's what it comes down to. They've given us good good football players to coach. Let's go next to Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Andy. Um, wanted to ask about uh, the the touchdown to Travis Kelsey and just uh, and Brad. If you don't mind, I'll have a follow up too. But um, just just what you saw Patrick do to sort of work where that d- defensive secondary was going to be before he he found Travis open there. Yeah, he um so he's got three options on that <laughs> on that side and he um he's got to let it sort out just a tick and uh and he did that. He was very patient with it and then obviously very accurate with the throw. And it was a throw that he kind of, not the same play, Sam, but it was it was a throw that he missed trap on a little bit earlier. Yeah. A corner route like that and he, uh, you know, he just fixed the problem and was spot on. And then wanted to uh, just ask if there's a significance uh, for your jacket today. Yeah, first of all, my office is freezing, <laughs> so this is a, this is a good jacket to, to have on. Second, I'm a big fan of the Tuskegee Airmen. I mean, I just have always uh, liked that crew, man, and the stuff that they did. Thanks for asking, though. Let's go next to Sarin Petro. Go ahead, Sarin. Uh, Coach, uh, 
uh, maybe your overall philosophy. I know it's tough to you know take human instinct out when you get close to the end zone. You want to reach out, and we, it happens all the time. I know. I'm sure you've said to guys, "Hey, this is how we want to handle that." I'm just curious. What is what is the message that you you know? What's kind of the rule? Is it fourth down only? Just what is your kind of rule on on when that uh, you know when it's time to reach out? Yeah, I'm not real big on reaching out because I've been involved with too many of those things where they the ball gets knocked out. So um, score, but keep control of the football. And, you know, we, and and he knows that, listen, that play right there, Serene, he's scored a number of touchdowns on. So um, it's not his first rodeo there uh, with that play. And he's had so much success with it. Let's go next to Nick Jacobs. Go ahead, Nick. Brad, I'll have a follow-up. Um, Andy, my first question for you, going back to training camp and you guys going together and building that bond, how much of that do you feel like kind of helped yesterday going into an environment like that against Buffalo where you got so many people against you? <laughs> yeah, Nick, that, that's a it, – it's really a great environment uh, for the NFL and for their city. I mean, uh, but you're you're playing – you're not playing against the crowd, but they're, they're involved they're right on top of you. there, probably very much like somebody coming into Arrowhead. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it, but I would tell you that, um, yes, I, I, I believe, I believe in that, that you, you go away to training camp. You can't be on the cell phone all day and you're around the guys all day. So uh, guys talk. <clears throat> whether it's at dinner time or, or wherever they, they talk and um, they're living in the same dorm and, and so on. So uh, there's a bond that does get started there. It's just how you uh, grow it from that point. And, and this group, I, I felt that in our game that they, they've really done a nice job of, of growing together and supporting each other. And then looking at that secondary from the Super Bowl last year, the young guys till last night and all you guys were able to do, how much growth have you seen from those young guys to be in that moment and to capitalize the way that they did? Yeah, so last year they got better every game um, just with the experience and then uh, throughout the offseason working and throughout this season they've continued to get better and and to feel more comfortable challenging and man coverages and and then tighten up these zones and zone coverage. Um, this will be this coming week will be the biggest test of them all. So um, up to this point, they've, they've got a great group of wide receivers. And so, um, you know, it, I, I think our guys, once we get through the week here, uh, we'll, they, they look forward to that challenge. Um, but the, the, they've, they've done a nice job. Looks like we've got a couple more. We'll go Todd Palmer and then Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd Palmer. Uh, hey, Andy. Um, just curious. You face you're facing two of the best running quarterbacks in the league back to back here, but obviously Josh Allen a little bit different than Lamar Jackson. So, are the principles of you know contain and things like that the same, or is this a much different animal because Lamar's a different athlete and a different running style? Yeah, I would tell you it's somewhat the same. You have to stay in your lane. You have to stay disciplined with with any quarterback that runs Lamar is special. He, he's a, um, you know, he, he's fast and one of the faster guys on the field when, when, when it's all said and done. And, um, 
in and he's shifty where Josh will go, he'll go right through you. He doesn't care. He's a big, big man. Um, and probably equally as fast. I mean, he's a fast kid. He's run away from secondary players. We've seen that on, on tape. So, um, you know, but the, this kid, he throws it well, he throws on the move. Well, he runs the ball well. So, We've just got to stay on top of that part of it, uh, you know, throughout practice this week and then during the game. We'll go last to Todd Lebo. Go ahead, Todd. Hey, Coach, I know you're going to probably see more of us than you want to this week because it's championship week. We'll talk to you a lot. But last one about this game. Did you see any video of Jason Kelsey in the game having his fun? Did he come see you guys? I don't know if you've seen the video. He looked like he had a, had a good time at the game. Yeah, my, my wife uh, – Saw him, Todd. So um, she took pictures with him. I, I saw. I saw the pictures. So did, did he have his he, shirt on when he, when she saw him? No shirt on. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Listen, he, he's the best. He's a great kid. Um, great father. That's probably the thing I'm most proud of him for because he's got a great wife and and kids and everything. So he's done a nice job with that. Thanks. Yeah. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Okay. Thanks, guys. Hey there, it's Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride, and I'm excited to announce a new element of the Arrowhead Pride experience for diehard Chiefs fans. It's our brand new newsletter, Arrowhead Pride Premier. It's obviously an exciting time as the Chiefs enter this season, looking to become the first back-to-back Super Bowl champs in nearly 20 years. Arrowhead Pride Premier is a newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week from me. For $50, you'll get an annual subscription packed with insider coverage from yours truly and new in-depth analysis from Voices around Kansas City. It's all about what I'm seeing and hearing around the team. During the season, we'll deliver a newsletter ahead of each game to get ready for Sunday and a newsletter after each game to unpack exactly what happened. In the offseason, the party won't stop. We'll still be covering the biggest stories and all the offseason's twists and turns will show up in your inbox on a regular basis. Subscribe to Arrowhead Pride premiere today at arrowheadpride.com slash subscribe.